Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. This week, I'll give my approval on an NFL team name change. We're going to go down a deep rabbit hole of the hashtag Free Britney movement on Instagram, and we'll revisit Donald Trump's niece's tell-all book. Oh, and somewhere in Florida, some man did something really stupid. So just buckle up, guys. Okay, we're recording. You can start. Okay, first of all, don't tell me what to do. Uh, walked right into that one. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie. Hey, I'm Bryce. We we're the, the nobodies. nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. That was really good. Thanks. You know what you else? Up like I did. Well, I was thinking I didn't. I didn't confuse difficult and different. <laughs> no. Oh yes, difficult and different. They are really similar. I know, and uh, it's funny because different is the other word. But what I was gonna say. Oh, for our YouTube videos. We need to figure out about the, um, like, inserting our theme song. Yes, true. Because right now, it's just literally, like, one of us doing the deep tease and then, like, waiting for a second. <laughs> it's like, hey, guys. <laughs> or maybe cut out the deep tease. Yeah, maybe. That would be, that's probably the better idea. I think that once we get back together, once we've, once we've reunited. Which will we probably should... happen in 2022. <laughs> which we should um create like a like a video a music video of sorts with us in it maybe jumping around or doing something like maybe twirling the microphones around because and jumping like, around and twirling things is on brand for me <laughs> you think it's on brand for me don't answer that don't, it, don't answer that. it is on brand for you we should that. actually do that and have you do that and all the smoke in the corner yeah, I was gonna say you just sit there, like look, looking like the emoji that, like the eye roll emoji. Yeah, I'll just sit there, like drinking a white claw and looking at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> that is so on brand. So on that brand. is so on brand. Even even the even the produ- produ- producing of this episode, you were like, we can record whenever. And I texted you today, and you were like, I you were like, we can record whenever today. And I was like, I still need, I need so much time. I yeah, need- you were like, let's stick with this time because I need to finish. And I was like, finish what? <laughs> you said prepping. <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh my gosh. All right, Annie, you said, you told me, you texted me and you said you have a really, really good quarant winning. So tell me what it is. Did you forget? <laughs> I literally just thought about this this morning because I didn't want to forget. Well, let me go first and maybe it'll go think of first. you. first. And maybe I need to go back and look when I said it to you. You said it two, two days ago. I'm pretty sure it was either Sunday or Monday. It's now Wednesday. We're recording this on Wednesday for everyone who doesn't know. Okay. So oh, I my, remember it. I remember it. But okay, go, go, go. Tell me. No, okay. no, you tell me. You go first. So, um, okay so I was with some friends this weekend celebrating one of my friend's birthdays and when I got home it was like probably like 11 30 ish midnight it was kind of like a day thing so I got home I didn't take keys out with me because T dropped me off okay I get home T's not home he's I think in Orange County (laughs) And not in the locked. not in the city. No, he's not in the city, and my door, my front door is locked. <sighs> and I texted him, and I was like, and I had had some drinks, obviously, but I texted him, and I was like, "How far away are you?" And he was far, and I was like, "Okay, well, I'm locked out." So he's like getting ready to head back this way, and I call him back, and I'm like, "You know what? Hold on, <laughs> let me try to get into the apartment with a credit card." And I prefaced that by saying I'd had a few drinks because sober, like I would never even attempt it. And he was like, okay, but just be careful. Cause it's going to like, if you do it, it's going to like fuck up whatever credit card you use. Yeah. So I used my expired Costco card <laughs> and I did it. 
Yes. I was going to say, I still have my expired Costco card. Why do we keep them? Why are we I keeping them? I don't know, but I did it and it but didn't. You did it. Maybe it took me maybe 30 seconds. Wait, did you have the dead? Did you do the deadbolt or was it no, just, it was just the bottom line? Like oh, that's good. That blocked. Yeah. But still, no, I don't that think is. You do a deadbolt with the credit card trick, but. Um, I was so proud of myself. Can you imagine if you would have had to like wait for a locksmith like I've had to do before? I it is have, awful. No, 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 but I would not have done that. I would have gotten an Uber to my brother's apartment. <laughs> well, I'm very proud of you. That is a huge feat. Thank you. I was really excited. Also, it- it's funny because the time you had to call a locksmith, you were coming from my brother's apartment. Yeah. 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 Um, I was coming from somewhere with you guys. You were coming from my brother's apartment because your keys were found there. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my quarant winning. Oh my gosh. That's so good. Yeah. And, and, and it didn't cost you $400 like it did for me. No, it was actually completely free. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Oh, I couldn't do the deadbolt, I think. No. We no. only, we, like, I'm not going to say what we do. <laughs> okay, good. It's your turn. Um, my current winning is that uh, I texted you about this too, but I got into a Facebook war about police brutality. Yes, you did. And I'm proud um, of you. Thank you. I, I'm basically Aaron Brockovich. Um, and I actually de-escalated the situation, which is the very thing that I want the police to do, to yeah. get trained to do. Like I, it was, it was someone who is a, who is, has an opposing viewpoint as us, maybe not necessarily opposing, but just didn't seem to understand. So I actually use a tactic because I, my dad, my dad's an attorney and I, I've talked to him a lot about this and he, he said, you know, it's the best, the best thing that you can do is you can, you need to try as best you can to get, to not get heated in a discussion and try to see this from the other person's side. So that's what I did. And I was like, damn, that worked. <laughs> and I de- actually de-escalated the situation. I mean, it was, it was like not a big deal, but it was just like, it goes on to think like, why people need to stop just like flying off the handle. My cousin actually posted a link about, it was just to give people context. He posted a link about how uh, there were police, certain police officers had violated um you know, like they had been brut- brutal to people, like 125 people mm-hmm. since George Floyd's death. Now, um, and so he was just basically said, he even said in the, in the thing, he was in his initial post, he's like, listen, I know that there are good cops. I'm friends with good cops. Like, this is not, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about this other, these other people that are doing this, mm-hmm. the, the small faction of corrupt cops. And it's like the people that were commenting on it, not just the person that I responded to, but like commenting, like they didn't even read that. Like they were just basically saying he was calling all cops murderers. And it's like, let's, we're not going to do this. Like you. But see, people, that's why, that's why we have such an issue in our country. I know. And it, it, it I will say it does go, go both ways. Like it, I mean, not on this issue particularly, but like on other things where, you know, it's people only read what they want to read and we have to stop doing that we have to just like figure out a way to speak like the other person i really think that my dad is on to something about if democrats could reach republicans in a way that would make them see that it's beneficial to them and republicans would reach out to liberals or democrats the way that it appeases them or like would make it appealing to have the same viewpoint or get the same things done it's all about semantics it's so dumb so dumb Anyway, I've become um, an activist and a disruptor, and I, I would like to- You called us trailblazers earlier. Trailblazers. Wait. I would like to just be referred to as a disruptor now, and um, I will be on my, my influencer throne that I'm building in my parents' house. Are you going to bring him back to LA with you? If I, if I can FedEx it or get it on the plane somehow. I think you can FedEx anything. Really? Okay. Well, I'm going to look into that. That's actually a complete lie because there's like a warning when you send something that like you have to say that your package does not contain any of these. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's like a very, very specific things that you cannot send. Yeah. 
So you can't send anything, but you can send <laughs> not just anything. Okay, so let's let's get started with uh, Annie's approval. Okay. This is if you guys don't know, the segment is where we ask Annie to approve or disapprove of a news story. It's it's really not been there's not been a lot of approvals recently. No, because the whole world is on fire and we just need to get our shit together. It's the disaster. But I think this, I, I have high hopes for this story. So on Monday, the NFL's Washington Redskins, formerly known as the Washington Redskins, announced that after a thorough review process, the organization will rebrand under a new name and logo. After pressure mounted from fans, allies, and team sponsors, team owner Daniel Snyder will finally change the name that is that has represented a racial slur toward Native Americans for centuries. The franchise has had the name for at least 87 years, or for the last 87 years, and despite Snyder initially saying he would not change the name, it is necessary in the fight for racial justice. So, Annie, do you approve? I 100% approve of the name change. I do not approve of how long it's taken. Well, uh, yeah, seriously. And, and people have been saying this, as, have for been calling years. this name for a long time. Yeah. I wonder why I wonder why they were so against it. Um I think like they cited tradition. Okay, that's real weak sauce. Well, not to mention like America has a tradition of killing Native Americans, so like maybe let's not do that. Do you remember when we were in high school or close to high school, Millard South did this? They did what? They Millard South the- used to be the Millard South Indians. And they changed their name, oh. I think, in 2002 to the Millard South Patriots. I don't remember that. Yeah. I looked it up actually recently because I remember I remember when it happened because all of a sudden my family and I used to go to the uh, holiday basketball tournament all the time. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we saw Millard South. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden they had a new mascot. Wow. And that was why like, it was a pretty big deal. Speaking of Millard schools, I uh, since I live in Omaha, since I'm a resident of Omaha now, I read the Omaha World Herald in Nebraska. And Millard, if for those of you guys that aren't from Nebraska, is a public school district. Uh, it has it, there's multiple schools in Omaha, and um, the Millard public schools uh, announced the other day that they're having all their principals read White Fragility. That's amazing. Yeah, which is a uh, which is a book about um, you know. The, white people basically have racial bias that they don't know about and and how to hopefully change that. So yeah. if that is entered into the, the curriculum in a city like Omaha, which isn't super, I mean, it's pretty, it's gotten to be pretty more moderate, like between, they call it purple. It's a purple city, like, because it's... Well, yeah, but Omaha is also basically segregated. So true. if any true. place needs something like, and Omaha has had some of the worst lynchings in history. So Omaha needs something like this. Very that, It would be great. So I think that's good, that, and hopefully people can get on board. Back to the Redskins. According to Adweek, prior to the review process that began on July 3rd, 87 investors worth a total of six, $620 billion sent a letter to team sponsors, FedEx, Pepsi, and Nike, asking them to end their relationships with the team unless the name was changed. Nike, Amazon, Walmart, and Target pulled team merchandise for their respective websites and stores earlier this month all done to those stores all done well done uh what do you think they should change it to i don't know (laughs) i was gonna say something but decided not to um i don't know what they'll change it to actually uh i think they should change it to uh i have two ideas one the caucasians I'm going to go with a big fat no. I do not approve. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Then people, then, then white people can be like, then they can feel hopefully maybe what it's, what this feeling, maybe it may, and maybe the mascot could be like a, a millennial. Do you think a black football player wants to play for a team called the Caucasians? Oh, that's a good, really that's, good point. You might as well name them the slave owners. <sighs> Gross. Okay, bad idea. Also, I thought of um, wooden the wooden teeth. You know, like George Washington had wooden teeth. No, Washington George Washington owned. had teeth from slaves. Okay, what? It, yes, it, we were taught that he had wooden teeth, but no, his teeth, his dentures were made from teeth that were taken from slaves. That's another literal white lie? Yes. Okay. 
Your ideas backfired. God, I retract all statements. Like I do not go with something like the like the Washington hummingbirds. (laughs) Or the monarchs. They could be butterflies. That would be cute. Yeah. Maybe something. There's so many options. They could be like the unicorns. Yes. Or the Washington centaurs. What about dragons? The dra- Washington Why dragon? Not? Why couldn't you be? The Washington Peaks? The Washington Coffees? Because of Starbucks? Okay, this is Washington, D.C. What? You know the Redskins are based in D.C., right? No, they're not from Washington State? No. <laughs> <laughs> that makes their name no. even that makes it so much worse. There no, the wash. No, Seattle Seahawks is what's in. Oh, duh! State. Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna delete this. Uh, no, we're not. Actually, I'm gonna delete everything else up until this, and then everything after it. You know what? I don't. I I don't know where the Washington Redskins are based, but I do know that the Dixie Chicks dropped the Dixie. They also dropped the Dixie. I saw that because of the Mason Dixie line. Yes. So the chick. Now they're just the chicks. I can tell you all about the Dixie Chicks, but I can't tell you anything about the Washington Redskins. God. Very unbranded. Oh, this is yeah, so I'm embarrassing. About it because it's so. I need, why this was this wasn't even usually I I love to exploit myself for being dumb. And that was like a complete accident. This was completely. Yeah. Accidental. You know what they should be? They should be the Washington cherry blossoms. <laughs> <laughs> the cherry, the cherries, the, like the, just the cherries. I mean, they're going to have to go like, what's the, you know, the Panthers are in North Carolina. The Jaguar, they can do like a big cat. We're like the Appalachians. That's further the districts, south. The districts. That sounds Hunger Games. See? Yeah, it does. You guys, if you have any suggestions on what we um, what we should yeah. name, <laughs> what they should name the Washington, the, former, the team formerly known as the Washington Redskins, let us know. DM us, um, and we might post it. Cool. Yes. Um, all right, next up, this, I've already prefaced Annie that this is very, very a dense story. <clears throat> but a fan-founded social movement called Hashtag Free Britney, which is calling for the end of a 12-year-old conservatorship placed on Pop Princess, an object of my high school obsession, Britney Spears. This was placed on her after she infamously shaved her head in January of 2008 and had an involuntary 5150 hold and a court-ordered conservatorship that put her father, Jamie Spears, and a lawyer named Andrew Wallet get a better name, completely in charge of her assets. According to the arrangement, which is typically used to protect the old, the mentally disabled, or the extremely ill, Brittany cannot make key decisions, personal or financial. She can't even drive a car without the approval of her conservators. She actually got in trouble for doing so. Now, fans believe Brittany is using a series of bizarre posts on her Instagram to try and call for help. There's a lot to unpack here, but the dumbed-down version is that Fans and other fellow celebrities believe Britney Spears is being held against her will, and most believe that Britney is sane enough to manage her social media, her career, her estate, and that her father and lawyer need to switch control back to her. It just turns out, Annie, that her loneliness isn't the only thing that's killing her. (laughs) I mean, this whole situation seems very toxic. (laughs) I'm going to let you get it. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. I... This whole situation must drive her crazy. She's not too lucky right now. She, she's not a girl, not yet a woman, but a prisoner. <laughs> Is this what you were prepping earlier when you told me <laughs> you needed to finish? <laughs> um, what so are what you- your, okay, you, what are your thoughts on this? Okay, well, Here's some more. Here's just a few more facts too. That um, seriously, her con- since the conservatorship began, Britney has released four albums. Done. This is what I found out from Sane Hoax. Uh, they just posted something that we I sent to you too that we just wa- listened to. Saw 
God. Good, we read it. Uh, released four albums, done three worldwide tours, did a four-year Vegas residency, was a full-time judge on The X Factor, released multiple perfumes and a lingerie line, and made around $138 million a year. Like for me, it, this, this needs to end. This is insane. And if you got, if there's also a podcast called Britney's Graham or Britney Graham, um, by two, these two, uh, these two women started this podcast and they go on, they, they started just talking about how bizarre Britney's <clears throat> Instagram was. And then they started to dig a little deeper and they basically founded this movement. And I just think that it's, it seems very strange. She really cannot speak about the conservatorship. They have, they have diluted, you know, the hashtag free Britney. If celebrities say it, they, they can sue them for posting free Britney. It's very, very odd. Well, and like, she's in court this week to determine yeah. whether or not the conservatorship is legal. Right. Or that it needs to, or it needs a concern. And all, but also, so the lawyer that Andrew Wallet, get a better name, also just resigned as her lawyer, but Britney Spears can't even pick her own lawyer, right. according to the conservatorship. That. So people now are calling, are asking, are saying fans need to do this. I just think the whole thing is very weird. Her behavior is strange. Her gym burned down and she hasn't had it rebuilt have you yet. Seen, have you seen where like fans will post like, wear yellow in your next video if you need help? And then, like, the next video she posts, she was wearing a yellow top. And another fan for the same video, or, like, when they told her to wear yellow, another fan said, like, blink twice if you need help. And in the video of her in the yellow top, she only blinks twice during the whole video. Oh, my God. That is too weird. Yeah. That is, that like, I just think that there, there has to be something going on either. And she only gets, like... $1,500 a week for like essentials and, you know, other, other, um, other like groceries and everything else. Um, she also only has, she's gotten down to 30%, I think, custody of, yeah, of her the, kids of her boys because of the dad. Yeah. Because, the dad because he like assaulted one of them. Yeah. And, but she only gets that and she's like, she can't spend her own money. She can't, I, I just, it, it, this, these things, just from what I read, these, these conservatorships, am I even saying that right? Are really for people who are invalids or, you know, they're, they're, they're for the elderly that have severe yeah. dementia. They're for like severely mentally ill people, which is not what she is. I read a different article that said that, um, well, because initially when they got the conservatorship, it was be the dad came out publicly and said that she had early onset dementia in her 20s. Okay, so then I also read an article that they were giving her so many bipolar meds that that's what's like caused her to gain weight. That's why she looks so crazy with her eye makeup and all that because like it just, she's like basically a walking shell of a person. What's interesting is earlier this morning, and I don't, I don't know if you know who Justin Anderson is. Mm -mm. He's a celebrity hairstylist. And I'm pretty sure he used to do Britney's hair. Like, I think he knows her personally. And he went on his stories and was like, I am not here for this free Britney movement. She's fine. She's living her best life. Like, just because it doesn't look like how really? you guys are supposed to, like, how you guys want it to look doesn't mean that she's trapped. Which is what? interesting. And I was kind of like, huh. Except I will say, I know of someone who used to be Britney's assistant. And I guess like they became very close because Britney wasn't allowed to have any friends. So she like latched onto her, this ex assistant. Mm -hmm. And they became like really, really close friends. And then this person ended up having to kind of leave because she said like the crazy was just too much oh my god so you're like britney was crazy not not the not the surrounding stuff. no the surrounding was so crazy oh not so not britney not britney that britney was just like this very like shy like she apparently she's super shy i read yeah. another thing it might have been the same the similar to the same hoax thing that said that she has an unbelievable voice 
but she had voice lessons to redo her voice because it sounded too similar to Christina Aguilera. Yeah. I, I think that wasn't that thing, which is insane too. And rec, I mean, that is just <clears throat> classic. It seems like classic textbook. Yeah. Like record label BS, you know, they wanted I it to sound really different. Think, I really do think that there's something like if we're talking about our opinions, I think there's something really shady and fucked up about her dad. I don't know if it's as severe as everyone that's like behind the free Britney stuff is talking about. I don't know about that, but I do think that like she needs to get rid of him. Yeah. And the, I also saw something recently that her boyfriend may supposedly be like a hired handler. Oh my God. And there's a video of them working out together and she's like, very serious and then you can read his lips behind her say smile and then she smiles really big i mean when you go down like a deep dive into her instagram it is frightening it's terrifying (laughs) It it really seems like she needs severe help the other thing that i i agree with you i think that from in my opinion even if they just lessen the conservatorship, maybe Brittany is worried that she would go off and spend too much money or do all like too, too many things. And maybe she likes having these restraints as a person, but it seems that the restraints are so extreme for not, for her not being able to pick her own lawyer or have to go through a dad, not have any friends, not be able to pick a partner and a boyfriend or whatever is weird. She's now, one, not allowed to go to Starbucks. No, she's not allowed to drive her car. Imagine making $138 million a year and you're like, excuse me, can you go, can I have money for Starbucks? Yeah. Can I go take my car for a joyride or whatever she people do? She was arrested do? or something, wasn't she? Or she was placed on another. Well, that, so somebody posted a video of like them going to In-N-Out. Yeah. And she was like, the conservative, her dad like flagged it and used that. It's like using that in court or something that she yeah, violated. Yeah, an, um. Yeah, and I think he put her on a mandatory, like an involuntary cycle. He 5150'd her again. Yeah, it will any, any, for anything, if she violates it at all, he can throw her in a mental institution. And I think that that happened. I think that she was, uh, I think that he canceled her tour or her, her new Vegas residency. Sorry, not tour, her new Vegas residency for a similar reason. I don't know that for sure, but that's what I get. Like she went on, she came out and was like, I'd like to spend more time with family. She canceled her tour before COVID. Yeah. Um, happened. She went on this long thing where I will be suspending my residency indefinitely. And it totally had something to do with her dad. Now, a potential major break in the case that, that was reported today, July 15th, we're recording this a couple of days early, that Brittany's mom, Lynn, has today filed legal documents in order to be included in her daughter's finances, specifically in regards to a trust that holds the majority of Brittany's assets. Multiple outlets, including Entertainment Tonight and The Blast Report, Lynn filed docs to the Los Angeles County Court, uh, oh, I guess it was on Monday that she filed, asking to receive a special notice on all matters pertaining to Brittany's uh, revocable trust and to be included as an interested person in any hearings about the trust. Lynn was also, because that's what (laughs) my friend Emily is like obsessed with this whole story. And she, she even asked the question, like, where is her mom and all of this. Well, or I mom, was going to say, has her sister made a statement? She's all, I think, I don't know about, about Jamie Lynn Spears, but I know that Lynn has been liking the Free Britney post. Yes, I saw that. But I'm interested because Jamie Lynn was just in a Netflix show. Really? Called The Sweet Magnolias. Oh, okay. So I actually went to, horrendous. I actually went to a thing, like a writer's thing, and, watch the showrunner of that show speak i haven't watched oh, really? the show the acting was horrific oh <laughs> it was so i mean did i watch the whole thing yeah but it was <laughs> are you gonna watch the babysitters club next like <laughs> <laughs> no it was the only thing that i could get to download before a flight oh well that's i mean hey that's solid that's totally solid i'll take what i can get in those so things. annie what do you, what do you think what are your final thoughts on this <sighs> i think it's I hope the court case goes well because I think that there's something that's not quite right. Yeah. That needs to be examined. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, if if nothing else, it needs to be updated from 12 years ago. One she's actually going out of her mind. Right. Like you have to let Pete, you literally all she does all day long is film videos of herself, like catwalking around her place. And, and she why does it always look like she's been like comes back in. <laughs> why does um, it always look like she's bawling? Like um, she's always just gotten done from bawling. Let's do a post on Instagram of us doing the catwalk. Okay, I gotta watch it. Maybe you should just do it. No, I'll, you'll be better at it. So I'll I'll send some examples. All right. Okay. 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 All right. All right. So moving on, we I want to revisit some revisit revisit something with you. I have a quick revisit. Oh yeah, tell tell me tell me your quick revisit. Okay. I only humored you once by saying revisit. Now we're going back to revisit. <laughs> revisit. Um, so I shared a story a couple weeks ago about when my mom and I went out to eat when I was 20 and I was like six weeks away from being 21 and I wanted to order a margarita and she ordered a chocolate milk for me. You remember that story? Yes, I, I remember it vividly. Yes. When you told her that you wanted to check out the vibe of the restaurant first. Yes, yes exactly. Um, <laughs> so I would just like to clarify some things. None of my siblings were allowed to order alcoholic drinks with my parents while underage. I think really the impression was that maybe they were just hard on me and then all the other kids were allowed to order drinks in their <laughs> presence. That is not the case. This is totally something that my parents would say for me to do. Like if we, if I would have said the same thing, they would have been like, you get on that podcast and you. Well, and they weren't like stressed about it. But my mom was like, you know that we didn't let anyone else do it either. Like maybe clarify that. Yeah. <laughs> so just had to clarify and revisit that story. Did you ever get, cause she, she said it because you were saying I'll have a, um, and then she said milk, chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. Did, when I was there, trying did, to order did you ask her ever why she said chocolate milk, why she chose chocolate milk? It surprised her as well. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Wilk. I, I also, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say, I also forgot an addendum. My mom, uh, I, I told my family that I was going to be recording right now. And I texted my whole family. And my mom sent a text back and said, Quarant winning. Will you please give a shout out to your amazing, talented, and successful friends in Omaha that are keeping you sane during this pandemic? Also, Ellie, Tyler which is my brother and my sister and brother-in-law and your adorable nephews. You've been able to establish a great relationship with them. Oh. She wanted me to say that in my court winning because we talked about, you know, we, we've talked about how like, I have, I'm not coming, you know, you're like, I feel like you're never coming back. And I still like, feel you know, that way, even though you haven't changed your flight again. I <laughs> and I said, I, I was telling them and they, we were laughing about it. And my mom just said, what about us? Like you're here to spend time with us. You're, you're not, you know, well, like, it's you, not like you and I can spend that much time together anyway. And you have no other friends here. So mm-hmm. that's it's true. I'm on an friend. Island. I'm alone on an Island. So I want to shout out my parents who have allowed me to stay in their humble abode for this and long put up with you. and put up with me and my liberal agenda. And also <laughs> I want to thank, I, I really enjoy living, reliving. My brother Jack is also here and we haven't lived together. And even when he was, even when I still lived here, we didn't live here very long because I went to college and then he was, yeah. you know. So we really haven't, so it's nice. It's been nice living with him. We're only missing my brother Scoots. So. Scoots. Uh, Miami is like the worst place for Corona right now. Uh, yeah, I know. Keep talking. Of course, Florida. Okay, so we're moving on now. Uh, I want to revisit with you, Annie, uh, Mary Trump's book. A few weeks ago, we spoke about the, a new tell-all book about Trump hitting shelves called Too Much and Never Enough, How My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man by his psychologist niece, Mary Trump. Annie, you hypothesize that Trump would try to have his niece arrested. <laughs> I No, I hypothesize that he would name her an enemy of the state. <laughs> and he didn't quite do that, but 
There were reports of it. We did hear that there were reports of that. Hours after we recorded that episode. Hours after we said this. I got a news alert that he filed a cease and desist against the release of the book. Right. So Trump asked his, tasked his brother, Robert Trump, to try and block the publishing of the book. Robert filed a temporary restraining order and claims Mary's book violates an NDA she signed in 2001. Luckily, the judge on the case ruled that constitutional law trumps contracts. That must have really stung that he used their last name against him um, and allowed Mary's book to be released. Um, unfortunately, we have not had the pleasure of reading the book yet, but InStyle Magazine did and highlighted the most insane details of the book. So, Annie, I want to get your opinions on the five most five craziest takeaways from the book. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. The first one is Donald Trump kept a list of women who refused to date him. (laughs) So basically he, um, he, this Mary found out this, she found this out because he had sent her a document. He, she thought was pertaining to a book that she asked him to ghost right or he asked her to ghostwrite so she was going to ghostwrite this book called the art of a comeback and he's like oh i have a really i have a lot i'm paraphrasing here but i he's like i have a lot of really good stuff from the book and he sent over some materials well he it was she found out that it was basically a list of women who had refused to date her that he said like had fat ankles or were ugly pigs or he he basically just found something wrong with all of them because they wouldn't go out with him because that is a quality you want in a president. Um, no. Honestly, okay, here's the thing. Is that disgusting? Yes. Is it a little bit humorous? Yes, because it tells you, like, what a baby bitch he is. Um, also, like, how has he not been diagnosed with, like, narcissistic... Or have, like, medication for it. I mean, can we 5150 him? Like, we need, like, he needs it more than Britney Spears. She's just trying to live her life. He's trying to, like, ruin everyone else's lives. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, okay, that's really calling. I mean, it, honestly, to me, <laughs> par, for, par for the course. Does it say who's on the list? No, it doesn't say who's on the list. Okay, because I would like to write them in for president. <laughs> I want. I I wanted to say I I'm I use I use phrases like par for the course because I'm I'm a golfer also now. I've been golfing quite a bit. Okay, anyway, the next thing is the Trump children were abandoned by their mother and neglected by their father. Now this gets a little again. All these things are sort of like uh, these are things we all knew, kind of thing. Basically, they said. Um, she said that um, following uh, Robert, who I guess her dad, Mary Trump's dad, is uh, Donald Trump's older brother's daughter, who has since passed away. But um, apparently Mary Trump, who's also, Mary Trump is the name of Donald's mom as well. She suffered health complications that resulted in a hysterectomy and, oh, I don't even know how to say this, ophorectomy, ophorectomy, do you know what that is? Um, oh, says, correct, like removing of the ovaries? Maybe. It's O-O-P-H-O-R-ectomy. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, during and after her surgeries, Mary's absence, again, this is Mary, young Mary talking, both literal and emotional created a void in the lives of her children. Um, and she said Fred Trump Sr., who is Donald's dad, was a high-functioning sociopath. Um in order to cope with that, yeah, in order to cope with that, Donald began to develop powerful but primitive defenses marked by an increasing hostility toward others and a seeming indifference to his mother's absence and his father's neglect. For Donald, that led to a pattern of acting like he doesn't have any emotional needs, behaviors that were replaced by bullying, disrespect, and aggressiveness. So at what point are we going to classify him as a high-performing sociopath? or high-functioning, or whatever the term was. Yeah. Because isn't the definition of a sociopath, like, basically the inability to be empathetic? I, I believe so. I mean, or it's one of the highest things. 
Okay, so can I would love it if a person could send me some sort of proof that Donald Trump has felt empathy ever. Yeah. And then maybe let's do a sociopath like diagnosis on him. Right. Um, the Trumps were a misogynistic family with anti-LGBTQ and anti-Semitic views. Uh, um, Trump, uh, they, her, uh, her book alleges that casual dehumanization of people was commonplace at the Trump dinner table, including branding women as ugly fat slobs, hello, Rosie O'Donnell, and men as losers, hello, every political rival. Her grandfather, Fred Sr., also frequently used phrases as I don't even want to say this, but I will. Jew me down. Oh, my God. I mean, it's... Donald Trump's... The fourth one is Donald Trump's sister considered him a clown who would never win the election. She basically oh. told Mary... She told Mary... His oldest sister told Mary that um, he sim- she thought that he was running for president because he simply wanted free publicity for his brand. Which he did. Yeah. And he gets elected him anyway. <laughs> this is the grossest. Donald ogled his niece during a trip to Mar-a-Lago. She said, um, Donald, she, she met her uncle and Marla Maples, his second wife, for lunch after going for a swim. She said since it was an informal environment, this again was to meet for this um, book that he was having her write or ghostwrite co-write or whatever. Um, she said, since it was an informal environment, she kept her swimwear and shorts on for lunch at the patio. Um, she said, Donald, who was wearing golf clothes, looked up at me as I approached as if he'd really never seen me before and said, holy shit, Mary, you're stacked. Oh my God, I cannot. <laughs> Donald, Marla said in mock horror, slapping him lightly on the arm. She said, I was 29 and not easily embarrassed when my face redded and suddenly felt self-conscious. I mean, first of all, it's a little bit inappropriate to say I can. Is your creepy uncle. Like, yeah, the uncle that everyone talks about having, like, that's Donald Trump. Listen, I, I have to say what he said is, is like, is offensive, but like, you know, I've said things like that on this podcast but i they the problem is is that it's his niece that's what i'm talking about like i like do dudes say weird shit about girls bodies of course like it does that make it right no but like okay there's like, a different whole other topic there's a yeah. difference when you're saying it to your niece god okay and then um in front so, of your wife yeah no kidding i mean it's like i listen i think it's like, again, it's sort of, it doesn't, all these things to me doesn't make it like, oh, there's, it's nothing eye-opening. It's something that we didn't know before. And frankly, it doesn't, all these things, like, yeah, I mean, do I, can I not stand Donald Trump as a president? Certainly. But it doesn't really, to me, like, make it, that doesn't really do anything to his actual qualifications of being leader, except for maybe that he's a narcissist and and if he's basing decisions off of that, that's the, that's the biggest thing for me. Like if he's simply basing every, which, I, which is what I agree, I re, what I think he's doing. The other stuff is gross and st- he seems like a moron, but that doesn't mean anything. The last, the, the, the next, the other thing is that Mary went on Good Morning America today, again, July 15th, which is Wednesday, and told George Evanopoulos that President Trump is, quote, utterly incapable of leading this country and it's dangerous to allow him to do so. She doubled down and said, I cannot, the reason why she's doing all this is she says, I cannot let him destroy my country. There are so many parallels between the circumstances in which my family operated and in which this country is now operating, focusing on the wrong things, evaluating, elevating the wrong people. And I mean, seriously, I would just say mic drop to that. I would say like Mary Trump for president. <laughs> I mean, I mean you had the point and it's frightening. But why do you think why I mean really on what other reason would someone we've already talked about this a little bit but it's like what other reason would someone want to come out and say all this about their family? This is his family. It's not like some disgruntled employee. It's not because it's I mean one she's going to make a shitload of money on that book. Yeah. 
true. You know, like there is, I'm sure, some very selfish motives, but also I think he's a horror, like he's just not a good person. And she's probably scared to see what he's going to do to this country in a second term. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's why she's reaching out. I just, I, I mean, really it's just to me, eye opening. like, I, I wouldn't take, not eye-opening, I guess that's the wrong word, because I just said it wasn't. But I mean, I would take I would take sort of a disgruntled employee or someone who, you know, got fired, I don't know, a, a former friend. I would think, all right, nothing. But I mean, she's going into intricate details about like their family, about his family and her family and everything. It's just, there's something to it. I don't think we can just like completely ignore it. No, I agree. So, all right. So now moving on to our final segment, uh, Florida Man. Lovely. One of my favorites. This you're going to love. A Florida man was arrested Wednesday. I don't know when this was. This was on July 8th, so last week, two weeks ago. Florida man was arrested after he was caught on camera walking around a Burlington coat factory with his penis exposed. (laughs) okay according to an nbc affiliate wfla 37 year old Derek hardison was seen on surveillance on a surveillance video walking around a the department store with his penis out that's the second sentence of this article by the way (laughs) an 11 year old child saw hardison walk through the toy section and told like that's what he told police, but then they, he notified someone at the store. But they also saw that investigators said Hardison left his Nissan pickup, which they later used to find and identify him as a man in the surveillance video. He was charged with lewd and las- lascivious exhibition. According How, to was he otherwise clothed? I think so. And it was just like... He was just like a flasher, basically. In tr- but he was walking around with it exposed. Was it just hanging out of the? I I have Annie. I you you do not want to know how many like articles I try. I how how much digging I tried to do for more information about this story. I actually really- <laughs> I could not find any. I could not find like I I tried to look for the surveillance video. As disgusting as that would be, I tried. I really tried, but like there's no <laughs> other information. But also, what's eye opening? Also, why is there a toy section at the Burlington Coat Factory? Okay, that is weird. I have also, to okay, I I have to share a similar story because something like this happened to me once. What? What? Wait a minute. What? I think that the only person I've ever told this to is T. Like my mom and dad don't even know. <laughs> I was probably in oh god. Fourth or fifth grade. Okay, and and I was at Hobby Lobby with, I think, my mom and all my siblings. And there was a man in short, like, running shorts. And okay. he, <laughs> this is so weird. I can't believe I'm telling this. He, like, squatted down to, like, look at something on a low shelf. Yeah. And it, like, popped out of the bottom of his shorts. <laughs> And he, he immediately, like, I think he, I mean, obviously he had to know because he immediately like stood up and just walked away. Like, I don't even think, oh, are you frozen? I don't even think that he, I don't think that he did it on purpose. Hold on. There you go. Okay. You were like gone. Um, I don't think he did it on purpose. Like, I think he genuinely like, didn't have underwear on under his running shorts, just like squatted down. It happened. He popped back up. I saw it. And so he like immediately went the other way. But again, I was like probably nine or 10 at this point. Like, but he didn't say, he didn't say a word. Didn't say a word. And it was <laughs> That's so embarrassing. But also uh, it took me like years to understand that like that wasn't molestation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Annie. No, not that, I mean, I was- Did you feel like you should go to therapy? No, not at all. Because now I look back and I like laugh at it. 
And truly, like, looking back at that situation, he didn't, it was not on purpose. Like, he was yeah. truly, like, so horrified. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it happened at a Hobby Lobby. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> why is it in these, like, gross, these weird stores? I mean, why did it happen anywhere? But, like, why does it know. have to be in I mean, my, my situation's a little bit different than... Definitely. I mean, was he looking for a coat? Maybe he was trying to cover himself up. Well, that's why I need more information about what his other clothing situation was. I cannot believe that happened to you either, by the way. That is... (laughs) Like, you just must have been like, what? (laughs) Truly. Until... I mean, that happened when I was 9 or 10. And until I was about 25... I would think about it randomly and just be like, I can't believe that happened to me. It's still like, it's burned into my memory. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> that is so bad. When I, when I found this story, there is not a thought in my mind that would have thought that you would have added similar <laughs> Oh my god. Well with that, let's end this. <laughs> Your parents are in for such a treat this week. I know. I sh- I'm gonna give them a heads up. His mom's oh. gonna be horrified. Um okay guys, make sure you're following us on Instagram at nobody's pod at Annie underscore welcome at Bryce Advice. It's the exact same on TikTok. Uh Twitter is at nobody's the pod. Same for the personals. You can also email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. Guys, please wear a mask. And we also hope that you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded in a small, crummy apartment in North Hollywood, California. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.